Listen, have you ever listened to an episode? Yeah. You don't need any experience to do this shit. You don't have to know anything about whatever is going on. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's the only show on earth about neighborhood soccer, Indy City Football Live on 99.1 FM WQRT. Recorded live from an undisclosed underground bunker, definitely not in Lithuania, here are your hosts, Cole Street, Jason Chisholm, Shelby, that's really her name, Street, and Carrie! Indy City Football, football Live. Live. Carrie, what is Indy City Football? Well, I don't know. Um, Indy City Football <laughs> is a recreational neighborhood <laughs> soccer league for adults with a good citizenship twist. 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 In addition to twist. getting points for wins, teams can also get points by being good citizens. To us, that means volunteering in the community, Woo! using responsible transit, and donating blood. However, it also includes attending the after parties at our generous sponsors. We have a very full podcast. A very full podcast. We've got some great interviews coming up. So let's dive right into the scores. Let's get into the scores. Last week. <clears throat> I'm going to do League One. Is that cool? League One, 630? League One. Just I'm going through League One. Okay. There's no times written on here. And to be honest, I don't care about oh, the times. okay. So we're just going to plow through these. Wow. We've got... Uh, Oh, man, I haven't seen some of these scores, so it's like some of these are shocking to me. Um, we've got Riverside City over Martindale AFC 8-2. to two. Did anyone watch that game? Uh, this is the Martindale that you picked to win it all? Uh, that's correct. Okay. Just wanted, to remind, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> did, not, did not watch it. Do not know anything about this game. It was a lot to a little. That's all we need sure to know. Sure was. Okay. Uh, we had Sporting here in Morton. Over Mass Ave, Massachusetts, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Avenue United. There it is. Three to nothing. Not a real shocking uh, result there, I think. I actually thought it would be more. Did you? Me too. Three, three nothing to sporting here in Morton is like very, very respectable. A couple bounces that, that changes the whole game. It was their Heron Morton's first game with their keeper, too. So, Oh. Wow. The, the Bates Hendricks guy's back? Mm hmm. For Heron Morton. Yeah, he plays. Yeah. He lives in Bates. He plays Aaron Morton. Interesting. A scandal. A scandal among us. All right, we had um, Haville over Real Fletcher Place, th- five to two. Yes. And now, Jason, you played some of that game, didn't you? I did. I I, I did. What position did you play? In the field. I'm learning some positions. No, I mean. Do you um, like like it played mid. No, I usually play very forward and very forward. Oh, offsides range? No. <laughs> no, not that Oh, forward. sorry. We don't, we don't have offsides. We have a cherry picking range. Look, I, res- <laughs> I respect the back line. Jason's but. a solid cherry picker. That's his position. <laughs> hey, I'm either in one goal or the other goal. You know, I don't play anywhere in the middle. Speaking of midfield, we had Midtown losing to Pogues run three to nothing. So Pogues gets their first win in they regulation. Do. They this- do. They moved. They, uh, they they scored their first official win in League One. Amazing. It, it just so happens, though, that this was a forfeit from Midtown. Oh, I didn't know Midtown that. Midtown did not have enough women or any women to play the game. But they still played, and Pogues beat them with a field full of men. Correct. 
But that, but the final score three zero is reflective of a forfeit score. Do you know what the gotcha. non-forfeit score gotcha. was? It doesn't matter. Okay, the official score just, is three zero. I'm nosy. I just want to know. I have to say, uh, for for Midtown going to like a very serious team last year, they did an incredible job. They lost a bunch of players. I just have to shout out. They they've had an incredible attitude. I know that we've talked about this before. Um, uh, big shout out to them and just being cool in general. But there's a player that I didn't realize this has a jersey that apparently accidentally got printed. The front was printed on both sides. And I'm always <laughs> super confused when I see when I go and see which direction he's headed because he <laughs> Old two sides. Yeah, That's yeah. So now. if you want your if you want a little brain mix up, go and watch a midtown game because it's pretty funny. Wild. Uh we had up or down. Wait, wait. To, oh. We did have Andy, the manager of Midtown, right into the podcast. Ooh, That's right. Ooh, ooh, and ooh, he ooh. said that the biggest highlight was they had their injured striker for Midtown play keeper for the first time in his life. He had multiple fouls, including drop kick, handball, <laughs> and picking up a drop pass outside the box. So That sounds like it was a glorious game uh, to me. Like it was, everyone had a lot of fun. And um, <laughs> we did talk to some people from Pogues at the Indianapolis men's soccer game right. on Saturday, and they said that they had a lot of fun as well. So they're just a lot of fun in that game. Pokes who just uh, did their uh, team cleanup this weekend as well. They um, Pogies look, clean Pogues. Yeah, right. They were actually in in the Pogues run, uh, cleaning up trash. And you know, I don't know if it was just the Instagram or what, but it looked like they had a great time, as they, Pogues always does. Pogues always does. They always do. So, speaking of maybe not quite as good times, uh, Mapleton <laughs> FC over Upper Downtown nine to three. So, Jason, I thought you said they weren't the real deal, man. They are... You can literally never say anything on this know, podcast because Cole's going to remember it. So <laughs> bring it up in a later podcast when you were wrong. I mean, I'm not, I'm not on here it's on record. It's a bit of a problem when your podcast's biggest fan is also one of the hosts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that like Upper Downtown is like the echelon of are you a good team or not by beating them, but I'm saying you were very adamant saying right. they're not the so real deal. And gonna, they've only dropped one game. Look, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to okay. say this. They are the real deal this week. Because whenever I say mm. they're the real deal, they lose. When I say they're not, they win. <laughs> okay. um, so let me see. Who do the Mableton play? Martindale. Oh, they don't play us for a few weeks. Okay, they can be real this week. <laughs> I will also say... Did someone on this podcast pick Martindale to win it all? Uh, somebody, you? I can't remember. No, no, sorry, Mapleton. I know I picked Martindale. No, no, no. And I stand beside that. I don't know about Mapleton. Mapleton's uh, greatest strength is a single player, and when he shows up, they do great. And when they don't, it's a little tough. Guess who's going I will say on also, vacation. Oh, is he? <laughs> is he really? Yes. Vacation? Oh, wow. All right. He's on a vacation. This is like... I will also say Upper Town, Town had a challenge where they had several players out, and I don't think they had any um, like subs, and so they were on the field all game. And that's, you know, it doesn't matter how good a condition you are in. That's tough to play. Especially after 7.30 last week when uh, the rain definitely stopped and it started to get real muggy. Yeah, right. Mm. Not that I would know I wasn't playing anymore by then. Well, <laughs> I don't play at all, but I wasn't even outed. Anyways, got to move on. Uh, Broad Ripple City, another tough loss going down 5 to nothing to AC Miles Square. <sighs> Broad Ripple City, our hearts are with you. Just keep going, buds. Keep going. AC Miles Square, team finished second, League One, getting back on track. Yeah. So... 
Who wants to do League Two games? Not me. I'll do. I got it. Um, I don't have the scores. Six thirty. League Two. We have Meridian Kessler United two Fountain Square zero. Was that Speedway? No. Found Meridian Kessler Fountain Square. Nope. Did not. Did not. You did not ref that game. Wait. No. What was the score? Meridian Kessler. Somehow none of us are paying attention when you said that. <laughs> That's a, okay. Uh, Meridian Kessler United 2, Fountain Square 0. Meridian Kessler, uh, of course, was inspired by the northernmost Indy City football event of all time <laughs> up at uh, Daredevil they Hall. They showed out. They, they all showed up. 15 for sure. people. And also Fountain Square, of course, was missing uh, new star player Molly, yeah. uh, whose last name I forget off the top of my head, but uh, from Purdue. When she comes back, Fountain Square is going to be. Is she still in school? I don't know the rules. If she's still in school, know. then she's going back for good. I don't think so. I think she's done. I looked it up. She said she was a redshirt senior. Oh really? So they're gonna be calling her back here. Oh, soon interesting. For this season. I feel like we are need there to conflicts of being a current collegiate <coughs> athlete and playing for Indy City. Football? There's not, no. but we definitely need to put a reporter on this case because, yeah, Juicy is right. This is we've got a lot of scandal going on this week. <laughs> it could have been a redshirt senior from last year, or it could be current redshirt senior. I, the rumor I heard was that she was asked to stay for a fifth year, but I didn't know that this upcoming year would have been that fifth year. So. We really need to look into that. Also, college sports are going to be weird for the next many years because of the COVID year. Everyone gets another year. You can have sure. people play in red shirt and then play a fifth. You can get have six, six look, years out of school. I, I don't know about the outside leagues, the collegiate, anything. All I know is that when uh, she was on the Fountain Square team that kicked Garfield's ass, she was both an incredible player and an incredibly nice one. You know, like... It's like you want to hate the person because they're like so good, mm -hmm. and also they were so nice. <laughs> so shout out to Molly for being a, a top end. So uh, here's ICF here's player. something else with that game too, though. Two to nothing is especially for them not having her. Yeah. That is a really good showing against Meridian Kessler. Meridian Kessler is doing a great job of winning a lot of games, but not scoring many goals. So they're just solid D. They're just scoring a couple goals a game, three goals a game. That's what you three said goals. once they live and die by three <laughs> goals. But, um, yeah, and I mean, I, they're not like they're not blowing teams out, but they're winning games. That's that's really what matters. And uh, Fountain Square has a few players that I've recognized from past years. So it's they're building, they're rebuilding. I mm -hmm. mean, it's been a few years since those Fountain Square glory days of mine, but, um, it's it's all new people over there now, so. Molly is not on the 2022 Purdue women's Ooh, roster. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right. Another scandal. <laughs> Shelby Street. Shelby, right. we're going live to you now. What else can you tell us? <laughs> Anything else? Any, tell us her. Tell us some stats about her college career. I cannot because she's not on okay. the website. All right. It's feeling a little invasive here. The other game. Uh, <laughs> Other at six thirty, League Two, we had the first Compass Cup game of the night. Compass, um, Southside Soccer Club, eight, Near East United, one. So you guys are really hot lately. We, um, you got your revenge on the team we got that a beat last year. That is this was, the liar, liar, pants on fire game? No, 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 no that no. was the one before. <laughs> it's hard not to be hot when you are in some smoking <laughs> super kits. I'm valid, just saying, valid. that team is looking good out there. 
then the last game at 6.30, we had Bates Hendricks 5 in the and Garfield 2 in the garbage game. Yep. Gary, we'd love to hear your recap of this full, game. Let's see. We can do about four minutes. <laughs> okay, so here's something that's really great about this game is that I think I talked a big talk last week about me and Adam on our team coming together to create a better plan for substitutions and just like a game strategy at all. We won that first game 9-2, to two and since then it's kind of been like chaos. Um and while we did not win this game, we all were very happy with how it went. It was tight. Um, it We have a system, and it's starting to work. And I also think, you know, they're one of those teams that has, like, one or two goal scorers that, like, well, if you let them through, they're going to score a goal basically every time. And I think we just got to tighten up a bit. And some of the other teams uh, that we still have to play are definitely winnable games. Jordan? Uh, I know that I only play a, a few minutes a game, but I was just struck with how – like ideal of an indie city football soccer game that was. Yeah. It's like everybody was in a great mood. It was good soccer. It was competitive soccer, but nobody was like getting worked up. It was like an well, ideal. Well, wait, the say ref- more. The referee was worked out yeah. on people's arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, as a programmer, I was stoked <laughs> about the ref. As a player, maybe not so much. Uh, but he definitely had a tight control of the game. But I, but I, I just walked away, uh, like really appreciating, you know, the only Raymond Street between us, right? Garfield AC and it's and legally Bates. the boundary is actually Beecher, but most people is don't it know really? That, yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh wow, I'm gonna have to reconsider my whole life now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I just, I just came away. Technically, that would make East Winds a Garfield Park bar. No, I'm just saying. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh man, I really do have to rethink my life. Um. Uh, Anyway, I just came away from the game. I, again, I don't play that much, right? I just, I, I've literally listed. It, I, I saw the whole spreadsheet that you guys put together. Yeah, I'm, I'm apparently listed as an honorary player because I only play on, honorary <laughs> two minute player. <laughs> now you did not. I wear, would like two minutes not to not be associated with my name, game, but I get is that it. Correct. What's that? You did not wear your cleats this game, correct? Uh, the first run that I went on, I didn't, and it w- had just rained, and I literally like David, who's who's the uh, like a center mid midfielder gave me a perfect run that I should have scored on and I slipped and fell and I was very embarrassed and I went and switched to cleats because I was a dumbass. It, it was a slip. Yeah. I thought he was dead for a second. Yeah, I was, it, was, it was still raining at this point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I there was there was no excuse. Uh, the they only excuse is like running shoes they were like no they were flats bands or something i mean i was a total dumbass there's no question i i will accept i will accept that that was a a not great move for sure uh so i i came out switched to cleats and then i was fine the rest of the time but anyway for your other minute my for my other minute i actually yeah i actually probably played three minutes this time you i think you went in two two or three times yeah that's a scandal right there (laughs) if you're only signed up for two minutes a game then you do three I just, I just have to say, I was, I came away just having a pleasant experience with Bates Hendrick FC. Yeah, having a pleasant experience with Garfield AC, and it just, it, it felt good. It was nice. I, I appreciated it very much. It was tied one one at the half. That's which right. Is what I do want to remind Cole's always interested in the game flow. Um, so it was tied one one at the half, and we were feeling awesome. Yeah, they're a good team. They're good, and we, and we, it was a I mean, tight they're, game. They're right now, they're number one in the league. So I know. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're they're likely to move up. It's it's a funny little situation in that George Turquette plays on the team, scored a goal in this game, and also 
sponsors the Fountain Square team, which is also in the running potentially for uh, you know League One, League Two uh, promotion. So he asked, well, he's like, "Do we do we get the trash trophy?" And I was like. I mean, I think that House Bar gets it. Yeah. They're the sponsor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so no, you Sorry, do not. Sorry, bud. <laughs> you can sponsor two teams yeah. next, uh, next year if you want. Well, what else do they sponsor? The podcast. This podcast. What a great question. That was a rhetorical question. We yeah, know. and that's also been about four minutes about Garfield Park. So okay, nice. we can move on. All right. <clears throat> By the way, if you would like to come on this podcast and talk about your team. For four is, minutes. For four minutes. This is an open invitation. You are welcome to do so. You just got to add us at and ICF Live on Twitter. And be willing to be in Garfield Park at 530 on Mondays. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> on a Monday. All right, 730 League Two scores. The second Compass Cup game of this night. Real West 6, Old North United 1. Matt Maples, where are you? What happened? He's not here. I was a little surprised about this one. Yeah. Was anyone and, else? Um, me. No, I think everyone might be a little surprised about it. I heard rumblings of a new signee for um, for Real West. They signed a goalie. I don't know how that reflects six goals scored for them, but great on them. And uh, but historically, Real West has beaten Old North <clears throat> the past two years, and both times for the Compass Cup. I think. Real West may look at the season and be like, okay, we had a forfeit a game. It's been rough to start off with. We're not going to be promoted, but we can win a Compass Cup. Right. They're going to make a run in the League Two playoffs like they did last year to the, the final. Sure did. And that uh, Real West is off the board along with Pogue's run this week as the f- teams that finally got the first win of the season. They did. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of the same story that they had last year. They had a, a bit of a rough start, uh, you know, with with rosters last year. And though it's not the same people, there's, I think, maybe one one player that's crossed over, which is unusual. Most of our teams, 80-plus percent of people stay year to year. Um, it really seems to be gelling. Uh, they actually had several players show up at uh, at Daredevil Hall, and I got to talk to, talk to them and... They're all good folks. They're, um, you know, uh, good players as well. And so I'm not going to, like, say that they uh, might go on the same sort of run as they did last year, but I'm not going to not say that. Uh, I think there's some potential there uh, for gelling at the end of the season. So Yeah, League Two's wide open. Yeah, they came out strong against Old North. Yeah, so I I did get a little bit of insight. It was 1-0 Real West at half. Uh, Both teams were without any subs um so it really just became like a game of attrition you know who was in the best shape it seemed like that game so um obviously if you're saying you built team to win you probably are going to have a lot more people so i'm going to give it to old north i mean they were you're going to say you're going to have a lot more people bring it up when you don't win no 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 no, no. (laughs) they i mean they're going to have a lot more people on the team i've seen them play with many subs so if you if you don't have any subs in a game really something happened there it's tough uh old north was in third going into this week dropped out but they're by no six. yeah dropped to six they're by no in no means are they out of the compass cup or the conversation for league two uh, league one league one promotion so i think that's the thing about the balanced schedule and this this applies to both leagues is you might feel like you're down on the front end but sometimes that's just a, a matter of who you're playing when because it's a balanced schedule, 
it really is that 11 game season, right? Yep. Uh, and that's one of the things that I love about the longer season, which again, Indy City football players overwhelmingly voted for in like the season three or four or five, somewhere in there, uh, that they preferred that longer uh, longer season. And that's one of the things that, that I love. It's like there's the up and down of injuries and vacations and time. But as you get to know people and you get to, to build relationships and, and chemistry on the field, you really just never know what it's going to look like at the end of the season. So, Very interesting. Uh, is there one more? There's right, at least two my, more. There's at least two more? <laughs> oh, I turned my, turn my phone off. Um, you had all right, bush light this, on the mind. I don't, yeah, I, I just opened that bush light. Um, <laughs> this was the highest anticipated game of League Two this week. Irvington versus Intermonon. This was a 1-4 matchup. We had a 1-4 in League One and League Two. This was the 1-4 matchup in League Two. We had uh, Intermonon coming off of, they were undefeated in the league going in. They were the, actually the only team that's won every game going into. I don't know the result of this game. Um, I am like so The only team that win every game up to this point in League Two. They lost in a shootout to Mapleton Woo! in the friendly week before. Oh, okay. Irvington was fourth in League Two at and Spence. I know. they throw uh, had just upset Martindale, who was an undefeated team in League One right. in the friendly week. Right. Oh my god. And the result of this game was Irvington three. Intermonon two. Whoa. Let me throw this out here. It was tied until almost the very last minute. I mean, it is, you know, soccer is not really a last minute kind of sport often. Uh, and those last few minutes were on edge. And it was uh, just a, a last minute goal that kind of put him over the edge. I expected this to actually end in a tie as I was watching the game. So just an incredible uh, game to watch. And uh, I feel like there will be a rematch in it Where? potentially in the playoffs. I guess it depends on if both teams, uh, you know, go up to League One or League Two. I don't know. Like, this is a weird year in terms of promotion and relegation, right? So, hopefully, the last weird year. Yeah. So, vote yes. Vote yes, Indy Cup. Cup. <laughs> right. I still haven't gotten my tank top. Yeah. Um, when are we voting on that? The right now week or the band week, August Just 11th. All Star week. All Star week. There um, we go. Like a month I, away. I think I think last wow. week we all went around and said who we thought were going to win this one. I deferred because I have friends on both teams, and I still have friends on both teams. Um, but I would like to say that I'm extremely happy for Irvington. A lot of those people stayed together for a long time. I think I've played against Irvington in the Sunday playing game back when we had one league, and that was for the bottom four teams to have a chance to play in the playoff on right. a random Sunday when no one could be there because everyone was working or just it's Sunday night. Uh, so the fact that Irvington struggled so much and then last year they ended up getting a couple wins, the most wins they had in a long time. And then this year they're really just just going on a tear. They're currently in fourth in League Two. I'm really happy to see that for them. I, I have to I have to really shout out Irvington because they're, they're kind of an Indy City football success story. They're almost 100% neighbors, uh, and went a couple years not winning any games or not very many games at all. But they have really stuck together, and they have built some chemistry, and uh, all 
credit goes to uh, Josh Rice, who's the the manager for really sticking through and uh, building a team that has, you know, developed a good playing team, and and that's that's what you hope for. So, if your team is struggling uh, this year, take uh, take uh, some hope from that. Uh, you know, because we have the long season and because people stick through several years, sometimes it takes the the long view uh, before you start getting into the game. But Kevin uh, is a great example of that. Chemistry is everything. And I've been saying, like last year, my team, we had pretty good players, but we didn't have zero chemistry because we were a new team. None of us played together before. Did not have a good year. Most of us came back. We have chemistry this year. We are doing better. Even if we lose every single game the rest of the season, we have twice as many wins as we did last year. So right. this year is that's, a better year. That's the same with uh, Hallville. We got together last year. None of us have ever played together. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I, I looked up some uh, historical data for Irvington. Last year, at this same time in the season, they were 0-0-6 with five goals scored, 20 goals against. And right now they are... Five one. Right now they are three one and one with, with twenty uh, goals for thirteen, 13 against. Yep. Amazing. Irvington, in fourth wow. place. That in is league. a huge turnaround. League two. We should get Josh on the pod next week. There's also I'm gonna, I'm going to shout out uh, their uh, keeper Ben uh, Osborne uh, has played since season one. He was 18 years old when he started. Couldn't go to the after parties for three years. Wow. <laughs> Stuck through it. And now, like, owns a home in Irvington, and like, wow, the it's just, just a classic oh, little beautiful. yeah story. So, do do we have an, a disproportionate amount of goalkeepers named Ben? Oh, Discuss. Uh, he's not our he, our our goal our goalkeeper is no longer named Ben. What did he change it to? He is the second leading goal scorer on our team. Oh, really? And he's playing in the outfield. Yeah, didn't know that. Good job, Ben Davis. Actual, or not an actual? He's an actual goal. I was still thinking of you. Uh. <laughs> Shit. I was uh, I was out this Shit. weekend and I actually saw some like fan club merchandise for Ben Davis. Oh, did you? Yeah. It, was it purple? Yeah. Wow, that's, that's his favorite, favorite color. color. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the last score of last week's 7:30 League Two games, Old Speedway City four, Sporting White River zero. This was the fourth week in a row I think I've refed an Old Speedway City game. Mm. I don't know how. You're not reffing next one, are you? No, I'm not. Okay. Those poor motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't know how, but they they recognize me now, and it's like, where's my f- where where is he? And you don't know how? <laughs> Do you think it's because they've seen you that many times? <laughs> well, no, I understand Honestly, how the they is, know. They, no one understands how I keep getting assigned to their games. Think about it. They didn't have any players for the first two weeks, so you've been around on that team as long <laughs> as they have. At this point, yeah. No, it's been it's been really fun watching them. Uh, they did get the win this week. Um, uh, Sporting White River was down players again, um, but they had enough to field the team. Um, honestly, Sporting White River, real quick, looks like a very scary team if everyone is there. Um, the fact that Speedway only scored four goals is a, just a testament to how great that defense is. I mean, they, they probably played with six people. They did get a uh, punting penalty, but we all agreed to let him try it again because he was a defender who got hit in the face, hurt his jaw, switched shirts, went into the goal, and just had never played keeper before. So, Classic. 
Don't stop believing. I got the uh, chance to talk to a couple of Speedway players at the after party uh, who have played for Speedway several years. And, and Speedway has been one of those teams that's like been up and down in terms of mm-hmm. rosters through the years. Um, and they're just they're just really loving their team right now. So, yeah, <clears throat> it was great. They, they were stoked about the win, of course. Winning sure. is fun. But they they were really pointing out that they were just having a great time of camaraderie this year, uh, which is great. I know there's a UKG player uh, on that team, and uh, they're just really having a good time, and it's, I, I love to see it. So, I have enjoyed watching, um, I believe it's Brent. The, yep. the, yeah, Brent. That is the UKG person. Gotcha. Um, not a soccer player. Uh, he had like probably six shots on goal. Wow. Hasn't scored yet this year. <laughs> He's playing us next week, so we'll see and, what happens. Um, he was super, super excited that he got an assist last week. And uh, he did a successful throw-in. Oh, and I, I had to I had to whistle him a couple, like two weeks ago because of how bad a throw in was. I, I heard, heard I he went home and like did YouTube some research. Videos. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been practicing. He's Love been trying. He's so committed to this team for yeah. like never having played soccer before. He is so willing to be better. But I think that just shows that how much fun Old Speedway City is having. Like, it'll, it'll be you're hard. not going to do that if you're not having fun with your team. It would have been hard if he scored a goal for me to not. Just celebrate cheer. with them <laughs> let's hope that this uh love him excited for him very nice guy work with him but i think he's going to be in the running for this uh mustache playoffs oh, right but, i already said that's where my money yeah goes. but yeah, this sure. but this week is not as weak to score let's just i will do what it takes speaking to make sure of he does not score this week me. wait i wanted to do a quick recap of the standings and then we could take a break okay. and then we'll jump into the next week um at so league league one first place we have riverside city followed by sporting here morton hallville mapleton martindale ac mile square massachusetts avenue united we all flush a place in upper downtown and then we get into the relegation zone we have poked run broad ripple city and midtown now if we jump to league two in the promotion zone bay tendricks fc Intermonon, Southside Soccer Club. Then we have Irvington, MKU, Old North, Speedway, Fountain Square, Garfield, Real West, Sporting White River, and Near East. So we're here with uh, Chris Wakefield, who's the communications director with the BYB. It's uh, been a kind of a busy couple weeks for you, Chris. It surely has. Uh, how's it going? <laughs> tell us, uh, before we get started, tell us a little bit about uh, your role with BYB and how you got involved and, and um, all of that. Yeah, so um, I grew up a soccer fan, and of course that was difficult here in the 80s and 90s in central Indiana with <laughs> much professional soccer. Right. So when the Indy 11 came around, I stumbled into a match and... I think by accident sat in the BYB. This was eight, nine years ago. Okay. And uh, loved the atmosphere, loved talking to people, loved the environment, and slowly just kept coming to matches, became a season ticket holder. And uh, Catherine, our president, slowly got me more and more involved. I filmed a commercial for them last year. Um, oh, was that the one with the kids? With the kids, yeah. yeah. that was great. Nice. I love that. We filmed that at my house. That's so good. Uh, over the course of a very cold, I think it was a March day, I thought I killed these kids. It was, freezing, <laughs> it, was, it was freezing cold outside, and this was, I think, a 13-hour shoot we did that day. Okay. 13 hours outside in the cold all around town. So I filmed that, 
And she said, you really should be on the board. And I said, I really should not because I don't, <laughs> I don't like to work. And uh, I own my own communications and creative marketing firm. Sure. So I hate working for free, but I do it for the UIB. <laughs> for sure. And if you if you ever met Catherine, you know how she is. She just reels you in. Oh, She's, for sure. Oh, come over for some beers on the porch and we'll talk. <laughs> oh, come to her at the bar hanging out. Come talk. And she just slowly reels you in. Right. And um, late last year, she told me that my what my role was going to be on the board and so I stopped resisting and um, I, I'm a firm believer in if I have a skill that can help out an organization that sure. I care a lot about then I should try and help out as much as I can so right um, I kind of put my money where my mouth was yeah and uh, we've heard rumors that uh, you live in the uh, the neighborhood that would put you on intermonon if That's you right. were played in the league so this is a uh, both an interview and a recruitment session <laughs> uh, here. So uh, Intermonon is doing pretty, you know, they won the League Two championship last year and uh, they're doing well. I think they might uh, move up to League One. I'm sure we'll have some analysis about that later. But um, so it's been a busy week for the BYB or a couple of weeks, really. You want to kind of talk us, walk us through what those last few weeks have, has been like? It's it's been weird because we had all of June off essentially with all the away matches. Right, so a right. lot of us were traveling. We mm -hmm. were you know out, I was out of the country, on a cruise, and so whenever that happens with an organization or with a group, you tend to get disconnected. Sure, you tend to, to lose connections. You mm -hmm. don't stay as tight, and so as you we were ramping back up for this busy July that we have with Indy Eleven. Um, of course, the decision came down from the Supreme Court. Right. And a supporter group is going to do what a supporter group does. And we decided that it was important for us to speak out on it and talk about how we believe as a group that abortion is health care, that women have rights to their own bodies mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. The same thing a lot of people were saying. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the group made the banners, hung them up. Bodily autonomy for all was one. And the right. second was abortion is health care. Right. And as a communications director, I love how simple that messaging is. Mm -hmm. Just abortion is healthcare, period, dot, dash. It's such a great, simple way to communicate your message to, to an audience. And, and really a fact of matter. And it's a fact. <laughs> yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't hurt either. Right. So uh, the banners went up for the match two weeks ago. Okay. And then uh, we got word Friday, last Friday, and I'm bad on dates. I don't know what today is. This would have been like June 4th or 5th, whatever that Friday is. Or, I'm sorry. June eight, uh, 7 or 8th. July. Yeah. Or July. See, I'm <laughs> really bad at dates. <laughs> July 7th or 8th, that Friday. Um, uh, Catherine got word from the front office at Indy 11 that those banners cannot go back up. Front office told us that they were divisive and they were a safety issue. A safety issue. So this is less than 24 hours before the game, Less right? than 24 hours. So... so so I, I don't want to read into uh, that last minute bit, but that's probably a tactic designed. In, in media, they call it taking out the garbage, right. where you do it Friday at 5 o'clock, mm -hmm. where no one is paying attention. And so um, that's what we believe happened, was they were going to slide it under the radar with us. We weren't going to catch it. I was walking in to see Thor Friday night. <laughs> and literally, I had a, a hellacious uh, last few weeks. Uh, coming back from vacation, I had an emergency appendectomy. Oh, man. Um, a lot of stuff was happening. Mm -hmm. This is my first time to get away from the world and go see a stupid movie and just chill. And right. Just melt into a chair for right, a couple right. of hours. I'm literally sitting down. Catherine texts me, emergency, check slack. I'm like, <laughs> of course right. this happens of course on my me time <laughs> so as it always does at that that evening on friday we got the word from the front office that these signs were apparently a safety issue and were divisive and so 
really what happened was a couple of people in the audience at the previous match who were not in the BYB saw the signs and didn't agree with them. The signs made them uncomfortable. The words hurt them. Um, I guess some people would call them snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> words hurt. Those words are very hurtful. Right. <laughs> and and so we know what the deal is. We know that these these they took it as offensive. They took um, the word abortion as offensive. They didn't have to go back home to their houses in Hamilton County and explain to their kids what an abortion is. It, probably it is wild how uh, facts of matter sometimes are right. a little offensive to folks. Right. So uh, the front office decided to tell us to take the signs down. And Catherine, this is why she is our president, told them, "No, we're not taking the signs down. Are you kidding me?" And then the board said, "Well, there's a new code of conduct, <laughs> and you right. have to take them down." Right. Historically, um, the front office has always met with the BYB. And we've worked on and discussed and talked about the code of conduct and, and the fan rules before. And in fact, the BYB is older than the team itself. Yes, yes, by about a year and a half. Right. Like we're actually celebrating our 11th anniversary this year. That's incredible. This wow. month. So um, that's always been a partnership between the front office mm -hmm. and the group. And it's always been a very congenial, respectful, um, professional relationship between the supporter group and the front office. Right. And everything came apart with this last weekend. And that's what makes us upset outside of rejecting the messaging sure. and kowtowing to um, the very few people who did not like that messaging. In a state where um, it's we already have an incredibly difficult, uh, or I shouldn't say even difficult, an incredibly poor record when it comes to women's health right uh related to birth yes. especially bottom of the country right bottom bottom in the rankings of the country for women's health for child health uh, for air air quality uh the quality of our water all right. the i could go on and on and on right so i think that combined with the the swift messaging that we got from the front office mm -hmm. we felt betrayed we felt yeah. hurt and morally it wasn't the right thing to do so we did not take the signs down we told them Come Saturday for that match, less than 24 hours away, those signs are going back up. Right. And they did. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I actually got the opportunity to be a part of watching all of that go down, right? So, um, you know, it's it's difficult, too. We, as a as NDC Football League, we also launched with Indy 11, with 11 neighborhood teams. Like, this this movement of soccer in Indiana has been a collaborative and community effort, right? Um, and while, I mean, Indy 11's a partner of ours, BYB has been a partner of ours for, since since day one, probably at least 50% of our players are BYB members themselves. Uh, and in fact, uh, the uh, three folks who were on site yes, uh, Saturday, uh, you know, uh, Catherine's a member of Midtown FC and Andrew uh, plays for Near East United and uh, Amanda is uh, a part of the, the Near East United uh, or I'm sorry Atletico Pogues Run uh, and uh, we have yet to recruit her to play but she's, she promises she's playing next year uh, but these are all people who like we have had good relationships with as well and so it was, it was uh, wild to watch them uh, do their work on Saturday right. and and also just as an outside observer I watched them put up those those banners rolled up and watched you know uh, <laughs> the various members of uh, the front office kind of talking collaborating and then there were security members and then there were police and and then you know uh, there was a request to talk talk to the front office 
Uh, and it was, it was just kind of wild to watch, uh, you know, as a, as a league, we walked in pride with Indy, uh, with Indy 11. Right. Uh, we walked with, um, with the BYB, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, as, as a league whose number one rule is don't be a jerk. A part of that is standing up for human rights in general, but especially standing up, uh, for folks, um, who, uh, you know, uh, soccer is, is largely a, a cis male sort of experience. Right. Uh, and so as an organization, we've, we've made a commitment to, um, making sure that we're a safe space, uh, for the people who are part of our league. We're very intentional about, you know, our league offices is, is representative, uh, of the folks, um, <clears throat> that we have, that we have in our league. Right. And so, uh, it was very interesting to watch what has seemed like a good or, uh, relationship between BYB and the front office over the last nine, 10 years, uh, become a little, um, less than ideal. How about that? And, and that's the thing is a lot of people said online and I even heard some in person is why can't they just focus on soccer? You're here for soccer. We would love to focus just <laughs> right, on soccer, right? but when half the population gets their rights taken away overnight, it's our job as a supporter group. We're mm -hmm. not Indy 11 super fans. We are a supporter group first, right? Mm -hmm. We, again, we were here before the Indy 11 were mm -hmm. here. Our goal is to one, expand soccer awareness and fandom across central Indiana and to two, to stand up for the rights of people who don't have them. Right. And to stand up for them. So we would love to just focus on soccer. And some Saturdays we go out there and it's just soccer. Mm -hmm. And then some Saturdays, the owner of the Indy 11 denies the Armenian genocide happened and we have to speak up against it. Mm. And we don't like that. We don't like being put in that position. Sure. That's what we do as an organization. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the club itself doesn't honestly probably not have a huge, um, pro-abort a pro pro-life pro or anti-abortion faction in the front office who just hates these anti these sure. pro it's not about that it's just they just want us to focus on soccer and sell more tickets and bring fans in so we can make money please shut up about abortion please 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 right. we're trying to make money and that's their prerogative our prerogative is to wear, raise awareness be activists when we have to be activists we don't want to be it but when we're forced then we do I, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, paradox of tolerance, right? Because that's that's something that's very important to us as a league and is very important to the BYB. I mean, you guys have actually dealt with uh, actual neo-Nazi types. Four years uh, ago. Right. Uh, and uh, it, it, is not, uh, it is not a small thing that there are pro-Christian sponsors that are, that are not considered divisive uh, and are publicly you know put out there in the sphere uh and yet what's targeted is this issue right it's it, it you can't pick and choose which human rights you want to get behind and support right that's that's the crux of it and and again that's what makes this so hurtful is that thank you for speaking up for black for black lives matter thank you for speaking up for lgbtq plus mm -hmm. rights thank you for that but then when women's rights are on the table now all of a sudden we've got an issue. Now right. all of a sudden we can't say the word abortion in the stadium. That's mm -hmm. that's our problem is that you're picking and choosing for what's most convenient to you. And again, this started with a few people who were in that stadium who I am more than sure probably did not have the number 49 on the back of their car tag. They're from a different county, from Donut <laughs> County. And we're not stupid. <laughs> just, we know where they were from. 
right. most likely. And we're, we know how the game is played. We know where most of the cult season tickets are sold. And we know where a lot of Pacers fans come sure. in town from games. So we know what kind of audience the 11 primarily want to attract. And right. we know where the money is in right. this in this region of, of the country. So, um, But we're not going to allow you to pick and choose what you want to support and not support from a human rights basis just because you want people from the suburbs coming to your matches on Saturday. I think uh, really that makes it all the more important to speak up, right? Yes. Uh, so we're two cis dudes kind of talking about this issue, but I'd love to hear End from... End of conversation. <laughs> We've settled it. Let's go. Wrap it up. <laughs> Congratulations, us. We've solved all the problems. Yeah, yeah. But I'd love to hear from some of the, the uh, lady folk here. Uh, talk to me about your experience um, in this past couple weeks, specifically on this issue. I... I'm looking at, I'm trying to make eye contact with uh, some of the other women here. I mean, it's been, it's hard to put into words. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's scary from a personal health perspective. Right. Um, And just to see that it comes down to a battle of words, the fact that people don't want to see the word abortion and like not actually think about the larger issue at hand. Um, it's really scary to see some of the legislation that Indiana is going to put down the pipeline starting later this month. Um, they're literally meeting about it right now. I absolutely believe that. Um, and you know, I think as a woman in Indianapolis, I know where I find the support. I know where I find the resources that I need. Um, and you know, in times like this, you see who's going to have your back and who's not. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it's a little bit disappointing to see who doesn't Mm -hmm. when you kind of think that they would. Um, but I mean, ultimately too, like, I think we kind of touched on it earlier, but like, I'm not going necessarily to these soccer games every Saturday night, specifically for soccer. I go because I have my little section on the east side. Uh, (laughs) I want to make sure. Uh, I'm not very good with directions, but uh, our little section is the west side. Oh, is it the west side? side. Why didn't you correct me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to mansplain to you directions. You can explain directions to me. That's fine. I'll let that one pass. (laughs) Uh, But our little supporter section on the west side where like I have no question that I'm going to have a good time. And if I'm not having a bad time, I know exactly who to look to, to fix that immediately. And and that's been our culture. When we say we welcome everyone, that's what we mean. And if it's not a welcoming environment, it's our job to fix that and make that available, that space available to as many people, marginalized people as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I had the chance to kind of talk to a few people in the BYB during the, the women's game. And it, it it was it was it's not a small thing. I mean, people are concerned about living in Indiana and having children, and yeah. maybe not you know not being able to get the health care that they need during that during that process. And that that is an incredibly difficult experience to be having, knowing that those rights are are in in the middle of being uh, attacked. And I think it's important for for people who do have power, whether that's from a, an organizational standpoint uh, or even an individual standpoint, to stand up and say, "No, we're gonna we're gonna fight regardless of what the consequences." And I think uh, from a league standpoint, that's that's uh, why we, you know, we're a recreational soccer league. Who cares? Why why are we like posting uh, uh, about support for the BYB? It's because making that statement. 
uh, that we are a safe place and we will use whatever power we do have to stand up uh, for human rights. That's an important uh, thing thing to say out loud and to follow with action, right? So, It's also so interesting to see just kind of how things are going in Indianapolis versus other cities with professional soccer teams and mm. women's soccer teams. Sure. I mean, I've seen um, in Louisville, the women's team is partnered with a fertility clinic mm. and allows their members to freeze their eggs to go through, I'm assuming, different fertility treatments. Like they have a lot of options, which is inherently pro-choice, which you have to be when you are supporting sports for women. Like that's something but that's that you have in, to that's consider. in the liberal uh, haven of checks notes Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> sure, but well, I'm just saying, like that's I don't know. I've been to I don't go to Louisville men's games. I go to racing Louisville. I like to see the women down there mm-hmm. with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just to see the difference, and I think that's kind of what hurts more. And yeah, I know the differences between the states, and you know hashtag what could be. Uh, well, that's the thing, though, is if they can be, be that upfront about it and brave in Kentucky, then right. we have no excuse. Right. We have exactly. no excuse. Right. If they can do it in Dixie, then we can do it here. For sure. I do want to do want to uh, restate what we posted on uh, on Saturday in between the women's and, and men's game. And uh, we didn't make a statement about this, but we we didn't show up. Uh, we normally have a tent uh, at the at the game. We did not do that. And the BYB, I believe, didn't make any noise during the men's game. Correct. Correct. Uh, in a form of protest, which I thought was a, an incredibly powerful statement. Um, but but we made the statement um, in between those games that um, we joined the BYB and Indy 11 in walking in Indy Pride recently, right? And uh, that's because in our ethos of our number one rules, don't be a jerk, uh, in that ethos of being a good neighbor, uh, that standing for human rights is an important part of that. Uh, even that's even if that's uncomfortable, even if that means potentially risking a, a sponsorship uh, for that, that is more important than any dollar that that supports what we do, right? And for us, censoring supportive women is is not being a good neighbor. Um, and so we made the point to say that we stand with women. That we are women, uh, that we are with you uh, as the BYB. Uh, we are the BYB, uh, and being a part, being neighbors, and being a part of Indy, being a part of Indiana, um, that making that statement, regardless of the cost, was important to that ethos. Um, so, if you didn't catch it, if you're not on Twitter, that's cool. Uh, but we did. Uh, put out a, a rapidly designed uh, t-shirt uh, where every single dollar uh, a profit is going to a uh, nonprofit of Catherine, the, the, uh, the BYB president's uh, choice uh, in support of what you guys are doing. Um, and so we are still discussing what, you know, maybe longer term uh, support might look like. Uh, but at the end of the day, to be a good neighbor means standing up for your neighbors, uh, yep. regardless of cost. And, and and we need the front office of Indy 11 to be that good neighbor and to be that good partner also and bring us back into the fold when we talk about things like the fan code of conduct. We talk about things about they want to pre-approve our signage. That's not happening. We're not right. letting anyone 
pre-approved. Which, by the way, signage. is the first time they've ever asked ever. for that in ever. however many years. Ever. Right. And it's not like we it's something we've abused or we put bad words on signs. And we've always had this good relationship. We've behaved ourselves, quote-unquote, <laughs> with the signage and the smoke and everything else. Right. So it's not like we're abusing this. So to flip that switch overnight for, the, for us is what really um, is kind of salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well... Does anybody else have a, a recap statement to, to make? I think we, the cat has a word in the window. <laughs> That's right. As well, often does. Chris, I really appreciate you coming out and kind of talking through that. I know uh, it's been a hard weekend for everybody. Uh, Catherine has really put, uh, I mean, I, I got to say, I was just really impressed with the leadership that I saw from uh, Amanda and from Andrew and from Catherine uh, and a bunch of people behind the scenes, um, you know, it's it's pretty hard to catch the BYB off our toes. Yeah, uh, even on a Friday night, uh, the way, and again, it's the Catherine's leadership. The way that organization is able to rally around a cause and mm-hmm. organize itself quickly and efficiently is uh, is it speaks a lot of words. Well, I I I was really impressed, and I appreciate your time, and I can't wait to see you on Intramon on this <laughs> year or next, my <laughs> Maybe friend. Next year. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Chris. All right, for this next segment, we have a very special guest, um, someone that I'm very proud of, Miss Katie Downey, who Hi. is on <laughs> Garfield AC. She's taken on some extra responsibilities this year with volunteer coordinating and just being a general help in the league office. Katie, welcome. Thank you. We are so excited to Actually, have you. Actually, my title is Queen of Volunteerism. Amazing. That's the what Queen it of says volunteerism. on the spreadsheet. That's so. real then. Yeah, yeah, it feels real. You can get business cards with that. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. You should. Do you think I can, like, send the receipt to Indy City? Send it to Jordan. Okay, see what happens. So, Katie, um, what made you decide? First of all, tell us how long you've been in the league, any teams you've played for. Sure. I, this is only my second year in the league. Um, I've been wanting to play rec soccer in Indy since I moved to Indy. And I couldn't because I didn't have any friends and I didn't know how. But then I met met Fred Miller and he was like, join my team. We'll take literally anyone. Solid dude. So (laughs) I started playing last year. Uh, Got into volunteering. I already really enjoy volunteering. I do a lot of volunteering on my own time. But I thought, well, if I'm not going to score any points for my team as goals, I'm going to get those volunteer points. And we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So I started uh, just working the check-in table, and then it just kind of snowballed, and Jordan kept asking me to do more things, and now here I am. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you did score a goal last season, didn't you? Uh, I will correct you. You are wrong. I did not score (laughs) I did not score any goals. Well, in my mind, you scored at least one. There you go. Uh, One game this season, the other team scored. She accidentally headed in her own goal, but I was like right there. So count it. I think we. It's close enough. It's perfect. Yeah. Goal by proximity. Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. Sure. Are you having fun so far this season? I'm having a lot of fun. I would be having more fun if it wasn't so hot. (laughs) Fair. It has been just a stretch of really miserable games, except last week, which which I was not. Um, you were not for. there for, but yeah. I think maybe it'll get better, and we can get back to doing the thing we love without worrying about dying of heat stroke. Yes, yes. Katie, you're here yeah. to talk to us about some volunteer I'm opportunities. I'm here to talk right? about a lot of stuff. I brought a piece of paper with my list on it, so I don't forget anything. Flawless. Okay. Do you want a pickle? Jordan's going yeah, to have pickles. Yeah, I want a pickle. Okay. Fresh from my garden. Wow, that's. 
dill. Pickle paws. The dill is real. All of it. And now we pause for a pickle break. Oh, wow. Wow. Can you hear the crunch on the thing? Thanks listeners at home for pausing with us for pickle break. I don't think we're going to edit this out. It's too good. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. After we all take a sip, because that's... That was good pickle. It is sour on the back end, That was good. That wasn't like a punch you in the face kind of pickle. It was like the right kind. Wow. Because real quick, we have to get this in at least once per episode. One of my favorite pickles in town, besides yours, Jordan, is at our podcast sponsor, Turketti's. They make their own pickles in-house. If you like a pickle that tastes so good but might make you cough a little because it's so sour, <laughs> that's where you're going to go. Turketties. Go for the pickles, stay for the meats. Yeah. I I love their pickles. Well, Yours you're jumping too. ahead of my schedule because I'm about to talk about turketties. Oh. Whoa. So. Whoa. 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 Go ahead, ding, ding, ding. Okay. All right. Well, jumping into the volunteer uh, segment. So... Every individual team has their own individual team project, which is just the first reminder that if team managers haven't told me about that yet, they need to, because the spreadsheet is pretty bare. So, uh, evil eyes. Uh, In addition to that, though, I've planned some entire league events. So I'm going to tell you about those now. Tell us. And if you're not taking notes at home, there will be some kind of newsletter. Email tonight. Okay, so the first is a yearly one, cultural trail cleanup. So this year that is scheduled for Saturday, August 13th from 9 to 12. Amazing. Number two, Indie Reads. We're partnering with Indie Reads, and this is where Turchetti's comes into play. So we're going to do a book drive for Indie Reads, and then uh, on Saturday, July 23rd, we're going to meet at Turchetti's to do the book drop-off. So we have a window from one to three where we can come and hang out and eat pickles and meats. <laughs> what a, with a Indie Read stuff, where do people take their books? Just there that day? They just bring it there that day. I'll have some kind of box. I've still got my pile from last year that I forgot to take. So I was hoping I could send those home with someone tonight, but that's okay. No, I'm not taking them tonight. You have to come <laughs> Saturday, July 23rd from one to three. Are we going to be able to drop off books at games? Like last year? Yes. So if you are busy on Saturday, July 23rd from 1 to 3, fret not. Because you can just find me at any game and give me your books. Sounds good. Um, But, of course, it will be more fun to hang out at Torchetti's. So try to come on Saturday, July 23rd from 1 to 3. Amazing. Can't wait. Okay. Can I I interrupt to say that I went to Torchetti's on Thursday before the game? To power up and maybe try to find a little, like, you know, uh, intelligence. Were you doing some recon? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Amanda Ge- plays too now. Georgia and Amanda yeah. both play uh, for Bates Hendricks, but sponsor. I just spoke to Amanda Square. on the phone when I was organizing this. Lovely people. She's lovely. Oh, they're great. They're Love so great. Her. Uh, I did not discover any intelligence, 
But I discovered their sandwiches and they were incredible. Which sandwich did you get? Uh, so I decided that um, this season I'm just going to go down and have one of each Amazing. sandwich. Amazing. A good choice. So I started with the turquette because you got to get the name, right? Yeah, the, that's I mean, my favorite yeah. sandwich in America. I think I'm going to go for the Reuben next. Okay. I, I like a good Reuben, so it looks pretty incredible. Uh, so no intelligence, delicious meats, and we got our ass kicked, so... <laughs> <laughs> Some of this is starting to make little sense. Did mm. you feel a little food sluggish when you went in? <laughs> Watch it. Uh, okay. Um, next, we're going to, in the same kind of style as a Indie Reads drop-off donation situation, we're going to do the same thing with second servings. So we're going to take food donations. Uh, this is what we need to decide tonight where we're going to have our hangout spot to do that drop-off hangout day for our donations. So get thinking. Hangout spot TBD off hangout air. We'll spot, figure it out. TBD, you know. but also that date TBD. But kind of like uh, you were just saying, even if you can't make that date, you can just bring me donations. So that way no one's missing out on donating. Not one person. No. We, can all, we can all donate. Okay. Um... We also, so we have a new one this year that it was an idea given to me. So like four of our teams at least uh, are in neighborhoods that border MLK Park. So they have um, designated days for park cleanup. So that happens on the third Saturday of every month. So um, we can go there. And heads up, they got donuts after cleanup days. I heard they have a super sick pool so that happens the third saturday of every month and we're trying to get a lot of league participation there amazing um another tbd upcoming organized blood drive tbd can't tell you anything we have a meeting about that tomorrow (laughs) so i'll let you know about about it it. (laughs) tomorrow it'll be in the newsletter tomorrow likely garfield ac already has two blood donors so far this season we love giving blood yeah the the gold standard or the the blood standard, if you will. Cole, you told me not to submit points more than <laughs> once per week. And so I found out since Thursday, but it happened last <laughs> week. So I'm just doing what you told me. I thought you said I have a tourniquet. I was like, what? Oh I God. do understand how that could have been what you thought I said. My donor ID. <laughs> Did, stop it, stop it. The, uh, the gold standard or the blood standard, if you will, is Broderpool last year donated enough for, um, I believe, one and a half humans their team alone so um we'll we'll be doing a little competition there to see who can give the most blood that's impressive i donated twice in one day i mean is that safe what i don't think you should do that especially not on a game day please don't give before the game don't do that on a game day that's that's a bad idea if you're playing us i want go for it i want you to have the blood mobile show up on a thursday at coons and yeah can we just Um, okay, I want to just say, as queen of volunteerism, I do not support anything that was just said over the last 25 seconds. Fine. I don't want to lose my title I just got. So you do want people to donate blood on game days? No, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) All right, I'm changing the subject. Okay, the last thing we wanted to talk about, which is arguably the most exciting thing I have to say, uh, we're having a mustache tourney. Amazing. So this year we're wilding out for mustaches for mental health. So all playoff games this year, 
Jordan, listen and correct me if I messed it up. Okay. So all playoff games this year show up in your bus stash. Correct. Can't grow one? Not a problem. Put on <laughs> a fake one or something. Draw That's right. it on, stick it we'll, on. We'll, say, we'll put out links. We'll put out links. For sure. So by, wearing, by coming in a mustache, you're entered into the mustache playoffs. Then from there, we're going to vote on the best stash. Votes are in the forms of dollar sign donations. That's right. So uh, whoever gets the most votes wins. So hypothetically, so it'll be like a tournament basically. So hypothetically, uh, I'm wearing a mustache naturally grown and uh, Katie has an excellent handlebar mustache that she found on Etsy or something. (laughs) And uh, I will be hand drawing one on my hand drawing. Hand drawing is <laughs> please be creative as yeah, fuck. I am, it will be two hand turkeys upside down. <laughs> but basically, uh, uh, you know, it'll be a head to head matchup, and mm-hmm. whoever receives the most donations head to head will progress in the mustache tournament. Mm-hmm. So while we're having a playoff tournament, we will also be having a mustache tournament. Every single dollar. Uh, we'll go to uh, NAMI, right? NAMI, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, Indiana. Yes. And the goal, uh, you know, because we're, we're largely, uh, you know, 75% uh, dudes uh, is for everyone, but specifically dudes to like be comfortable going and uh, getting your mind right. That's like not an embarrassing thing at all. Get your mind mm-hmm. right, dude. That's right. Go and uh, get some mental health. Uh, support uh, because that's good for everyone. <laughs> right. So uh, a question I did have yes. for you, for the group. So do they get an addition? Is there a prize or is it just like the glory? Ooh, I love this idea. Is it like a mustache glory or like mm. a dope prize? Well, let's put it this way. I, what are we in week five or something? Six? Uh, I don't know. Whatever week we're in. You got two weeks to let us know what the ideal mustache prize would be. Me? Are you looking at me? No, 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 no. Okay. Our podcast listeners. Okay, okay. All 35 of you, please let us <laughs> please let us know what a good mustache prize would be. Uh, be appropriate. Um, a round trip ticket to Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> One way ticket. Yeah, One way ticket. Way <laughs> if you're listening from Lithuania and you're already there, you so win. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll figure out a, a, a to be determined prize please be as creative as possible as as always we're making this shit up as we go along so we'll figure it out but by the by playoff time we'll be uh we have essentially moved the mustache time mm-hmm. to playoffs because it sounds like it would be more fun to like a have a head-to-head uh, a stash to stash stash to stash <laughs> lip to lip <laughs> playoff tournament situation. during the during our regular playoffs what so. if on the last day of it the last playoffs ever. Vote yes, Indy Cup. Wait, wait. So what if, you, if you vote yes for the Indy Cup, will that also be a vote yes for the Mustache Cup? Because I feel like it oh. should, right? Okay, but I have an idea for the last week of the Mustache Cup. We should have a golf cart available with a chauffeur at the games, and for one dollar, you can take a mustache ride around. Oh my god! Coons Field. Oh my god! You can get one of those uh, pink lift mustaches yep, exactly. stick on the front. I love it. I love it. My money, oh. my money is gonna go to Brett on Old Speedway. Ooh. Somebody, somebody needs to go and find. You remember when Lyft had those pink mustaches in the front of the car when they were first were a thing? Yes. We need to go and find one of those. Go in here. 
on Facebook Marketplace or Is something. There an echo in here? Jordan, like Jordan, doesn't Jordan doesn't have headphones. Oh, Jordan doesn't have headphones. He doesn't have headphones. Jason said that right before you did. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My mom does that. It's hilarious. <laughs> she doesn't have a headphone excuse, though. You do. We've been there. It's hard to hear. Well, Katie, anything else you want us to know? That's mostly all I have. I'm going to bother team managers one more time to tell me about your individual team projects. Um, putting those in a spreadsheet and all the dates that I just said, we're going to be in, in tonight's email. All hail the queen of volu- ICF volunteers. <gasps> Thank you. Katie, you're the best. Thank you. I am the best and I'm glad to finally be recognized. <laughs> it feels so good. Thank you. Will we see you on Thursday at the games? Oh, hell yeah. Go Garf. Go Garf. Thanks Katie. Thank you. Bye. Okay, lineup for this week. And this just in. It really matters this week. That's what Cole said. Oh, did I? You did. Okay. Okay. League one, Pogues Run versus Broad Ripple City. Keep in mind, Pogues Run is 10, standing 10, and Broad Ripple is 11 right now. Sounds intense. Yeah. We have Upper Downtown versus AC Miles Square. Ooh. That would be a good game. Those both two teams that are middle bottom league one. Good but haven't picked each other yet. Fletcher Place versus Riverside City. We got Midtown versus Mass Ave United. What was the full name of that one? No. The the Commonwealth. Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. <laughs> Okay, we got another close one. We got Mapleton FC at standing at four in Martindale AFC standing at five. And last but not least, Hawville standing at three versus Aaron Morton, current standing number two. There is uh, four teams in the top five playing each other in League One. Amazing. That is going to change. That means teams at the bottom will probably pick up some points and will – catapult themselves into top six league one conversations they hadn't been previously it goes with what jordan said it's a long season you play everyone once so your order might change like the order of the games you play in are going to ch- like you're going to each week your outlook is going to change a little bit depending on who you played um and the league one teams who have been just destroying everyone else finally are going to have to play a tight game. So I'm excited to see some of them lose because uh, they deserve it. Uh, they've been doing it to a lot of people. Um, partially the reason why we moved to a two-league system because they just don't respect other people's ability to have fun on Wednesdays or Thursdays. So now they get a taste of their own medicine. I'm excited to see it. Nine, ten. Out of the ten combined seasons... Between Heron Morton and Hawville, there have been a total of six regular season losses. And I hope you both. Oh, you play each other. Uh, but I, say, I hope you both lose. Uh, but that can't happen. So <laughs> let's root for the undefeated, the team that's won every game to lose. Okay. Which means that you guys win. I like it. It's it's. I'm looking forward to it. Do you have a preview? Do you have a, any idea how it's going to go? Well, I know um, the Bates Hendricks keeper will not be there, so that's something. 
But other than that, I'm ready to play. Well, the Bates Hendricks keeper will not be there for our game. No. Do you have a full squad? Sure. No. No, our, our brothers are back. Everyone's there. Um, the yeah, brothers. We're, we got full squad. Excited for you. We are. We are ready to go. We are ready to go. Redemption. We no. Well. Yeah. Yeah, we're tied right now. We're even. We beat them once. They beat us once. Just let the last loss feel you. Think about yeah. it. I want you to stew in it. We're ready. All right. Yeah. What time is that game again? I don't know. Six thirty. Seven thirty. Six thirty, I think. Uh, caveat: I have no idea. <laughs> Love it. All right, Shelby. What about League Two next week? Uh, Sporting White River versus Irvington. We've got a Real West Bates Hendricks. It'll be SC. interesting to see if Real West is like still sticking with it. They're actually here, or if they're just here for the Compass Cup because mm. they show up this week and they're playing another playing number one team number in the league. Team in the league, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Be excited for them. Have an opportunity to prove themselves. We've got a MKU versus Near East United. We've got an an Intermonon versus FC Fountain Square. With Molly or without? Uh, she's not at Purdue. It'll be interesting. I think uh, Intermonon had a favorable, not the easiest, but they had a favorable first four games of the season, and now they're really getting to the meat of it. Uh, Found Square is no joke. I think that they're a team that is currently sitting at, what, seven points? So they're right outside of or seven or six, but they're they're not far from promotion. Uh, result here gets them right into the conversation. And this yeah. is the middle game of our season. They're this sitting at six points right now. A win could put them as high as fourth. Wow. We've got a Garfield AC versus Old North United. How do you feel about that, Garfield folks? Well, I think it is a great opportunity for us to keep tweaking our system. Um, I'm actually kind of excited considering the week that Old North had last week compared to the week we had last week. So I think this could be really nice for us. I wouldn't quite say yet that I'm confident that our team is built to win, but it kind of seems like maybe they're not either. All I Shots heard, fired, Matt Maples. All I heard is Garfield AC is going to be tweaking. So <laughs> That's what I heard too, and I got excited. <laughs> uh, you are labeled as the game of the week. So. <gasps> Props to you. What are, what are the uh, initials there? G O T W. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just the regular it's game not, yeah, of the that's week. It's not the official. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so the um, last League Two game is going to be Old Speedway and Southside Soccer Club. So I know we're really looking forward to this. Obviously, both teams are on a pretty hot streak. So it'll be interesting to see the outcome of this. And honestly, there's a chance I will ref this game. Yeah. <laughs> So in case we also we already know this how you room for if you ref my game, you can't be friends anymore. So we should go ahead and swap you out with someone else. <laughs> uh, in case we missed some acronyms earlier, the other game of the week is the Mapleton Martindale. Uh, also this week, after party at a tap room uh, up on Delaware. Uh, like many of our other after parties recently, they're open until 10 p.m. Um, it looks like they're actually partnered right now with a, like, barbecue joint of some kind. Oh. 
um, I can't tell you any details about if you can order that at the bar, if it's like a food truck outside, but like on their actual website, it says featuring rusted silo, Southern barbecue brew house. So like there's pictures of barbecue and mac and cheese and stuff on their website. Nice. Um, but they do, so and they also got, have carry out. They, they do have carry out. They, I believe, specialize in sours is what it seems like. I feel like that's always the largest variety. Outdoor seating. Um, I don't know what else. I don't believe that they're family friendly. I think that's a over 21 only. So I've never been carded, but I've never seen anyone under 21. Kids maybe need to sit this one out. Um, I definitely see dogs out front, so that's always fun. Um, I don't know how you get them to the back, but I'm sure that there's a way. Carry them over the fence. There you go. Uh, if you get caught, just tell them Cole Street said so. It's fine. They don't know me. What's going on around town this week? Garfield Brewing's fourth anniversary. They'll be having a dunk tank with neighborhood celebrities for you to dunk. Are you a dunk. celebrity? I was asked to do it, but I will unfortunately be out of town this no, weekend. No. Why are you going so many places? I'm a, I'm a woman on the move. She's a local celebrity. I'm a local celebrity. I can't Jeez. stay on the weekends. No, um, it will be a good time. All of their funds are going to the Garfield Park Neighborhood Association. Um, so that will be nice. We've got a nice Which is mix. not an HOA. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, there's no rules here. Um, they'll also be Thank having God. live music, some food trucks, good times to be had by all. I do know um, some of your favorite bartenders from there, namely the only two bartenders generally, uh, Josh and Tevin, will both be in the... In the booth, yeah. maybe a couple owners. Um, Cheryl, who is a librarian at the library and also the vice president of Friends of Garfield Park. Um, lots of good folks, lots of friends. I'm pretty jealous I'm not going to be there, but you should all go. That's all I know that's going on. <laughs> Andy Carr's back. In Toronto. Uh, do women's soccer play Friday? They're headed into like a playoff situation pretty soon. The huh? Indianapolis-based women's soccer team is going to the playoffs. They finished the season undefeated, um, so they're playing Aurora FC in Minnesota. I believe it's okay. this weekend. Okay. On the road. Okay. So we're. How do they go running. undefeated in a regular season then have to play it on the road? Because they do so. The only people that go, the only people that qualify for the playoffs, there's so many divisions, are like the top team, and there's like one wild card. But basically, if there's like, if there's eight teams in the playoffs, seven of them won their division, and one's a wild card, so the all the teams in the playoffs are undefeated. Gotcha. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Like they're all like gotcha. really gotcha. good. So uh, another thing going on uh, that the BYB wanted us to mention was Rock Against Racism with musical guests, Forgotten Tribe, and Skaholics. All proceeds to benefit the Kennedy King Memorial Initiative, Naptown United, and the PRN Foundation. Check it out. And uh, I think next week we need to do a good breakdown on our transit volunteer social points. Absolutely. Uh, we're about halfway through. So uh, if I'm looking at this and I still see some double zeros across the board, Aaron Morton. But so, you know, for a manager who says he's, well, I want to be the manager to record all my social points, <laughs> not doing a good job yet. <laughs> I think, uh, too, one of the things that we've learned over the over the years is like uh, 
<clears throat> the uh, involvement and engagement tends to skyrocket on the back end once For people sure. realize that that uh, actually matters. So having the upcoming volunteerism events uh, uh, definitely helps and people get engaged in those. But uh, the folks who've been showing up to after parties and, and doing transit this whole year are uh, already have a head start. So uh, if you haven't been engaged up to this point, Get your ass engaged, man. Let's uh, let's do it. So the the soccer games we've been going to since June, <laughs> men's and women's, and we were one of what three or four teams that showed up to Daredevil Hall, and we showed up eighteen deep. There, there's no question. Uh, you know, the team sponsored, not sponsored by Bush, is uh, is committed to being the the social team. You know, we may not be the social league. But we still give a shit about being social together. So right. uh, it's good stuff. I appreciate your, your leadership on that, Cole. So, According it's, to it's my a, sheet, though, you're not even leading the league <laughs> in, social? in socials. Yeah, we are. No, we are. Look at it again. No, no, no. In total, ICF points. That's that's fine. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. Who's still winning that's transit? Fine. You. Hasn't been updated uh, for four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was going for Midtown leads all. I That's fine. Points. They can have that. Okay. I, they they need they need to win some they this year. All the points they can get, man. Well, guys, this has been a lovely after, uh, evening again on uh, Carrie's uh, front porch. Appreciate all of you. Uh, people are already unplugging microphones, so I don't know what's going on. I'm still here, Katie. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. For yes, coming out, you. having a good time, having a couple last- dogs. We appreciate you hanging out in, uh, in your adopted neighborhood. Yeah. 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 Guys, we'll see you next week. For yeah. the bush. For Bye. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you, so let's make the most of this beautiful day since we're together.